0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to Gonzo and the Judge Sports Talk. I'm Gonzo, joined, by, joined like always by the judge. Uh, been a crazy night tonight and sports. We'll jump in that to here in just a second. Uh, how you doing tonight, judge?
1: Hey, I'm doing well, man. Happy Friday to you. It's the weekend. I know a lot of people enjoy the weekend. You know, that's their only two days off. The weekend, unfortunately, as we all know, go by super fast, but you're right, there has been a bombshell um, in Major League Baseball today. There has been breaking news in Major League Baseball, and we will get right into it. I'm very, very surprised that this news has not broken the internet. Like, the internet is still working perfectly fine. You know, uh, no server is down. Uh, there's no technical difficulties with the internet. Because this, my friend, was very massive, what we're about to get into. And we're going to dive into it for our audience. Um, I'm going to let you have the floor now and tell everyone, if they don't know, what happened today in Major League Baseball. I mean, this is a major shakeup in Major League Baseball. It's a heartbreaker for this team that we're about to talk about. Um. And it was something that I don't think those fans from that particular fan base
0: were looking forward to. Uh, no, uh, definitely not. Uh, before we jump, jump into that real quick, oh, uh, let me plug a couple things real quick. Don't forget, we're live Mon- Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 11 p.m. Eastern, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch at Gonzo Sports Room. You, uh, on Facebook, or no, excuse me, on YouTube at the Sports Ju- Judge and then on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch at the All Sports All Plays uh, ASAP Network. Uh, you can also find uh, find me at, at 3 p.m. Eastern every day with the Easy Money, a sports betting show. That's live on the ASAP Sports Network and on the Gonzo Sports Room Network. Also, need to, I want to announce a couple of uh, shows real quick. Uh, new uh, If you're an Indianapolis Colts fan, new show starting Monday. It's going to be every Monday, Wednesday, or no, excuse me, Monday and Friday at 6 p- 6 p.m. Eastern. It's gonna be called Horseshoe Talk. So if you're a Colts fan, come join me and my dad for that Mondays and Wednesdays at six. And then also starting on Monday morning at nine a.m., me and the stat guy are gonna be doing a baseball show. That's gonna start this Monday at nine. Just be on the, be on the lookout for that. I'll come up. I'll get the name and the graphic and stuff done here a little bit later. It's just it's kind of all coming together a little quick. But so uh, be on the lookout for them two shows. But no, Judge, you're right. There's been a lot going on.
1: There has been a lot going
0: on. Yeah, uh, know, Tony Gonzalez says hi. What's up, Tony? What's
1: up, Tony? What's up, Glenn? What's We're up?
0: Into that, Glenn? yeah, Glenn.
1: Frankie is is. Uh, Frankie's so
0: done with the clothes the Yankees close. bullpen. Yes. Hell yeah! I'm checking out that checking that out. I'm going to the Lions game next Saturday, All
1: Glenn. Right. If everything
0: if everything goes right, hopefully I'll have some credentials here. Uh, here soon to be able to be at some of them games.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know what? We were supposed to go to a Rams preseason game. You know what happened? We we purchased the tickets, right? But the game is played in Cincinnati.
0: Oh, you bought tickets for an away game. Oh,
1: for an away game.
0: Did they refund you?
1: Fake. Uh, not yet. But we're looking for people who might be willing to purchase the ticket. And you know, because I network. And because I know podcasters all over, um, I reached out to two of my good podcasting buddies in Cincinnati. Uh, You know, maybe they might know someone out there. Maybe they might be interested in going, you know, but I've never made that mistake before. Well, we've never made that
0: mistake (laughs) before. (laughs) Hey, sometimes things happen. That's just how how it goes sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. But, no, uh, yeah, big, big, biggest thing to happen, we'll start there. Fernando Tatis Jr. Uh, suspended 80 games for violating the Major League Baseball performance-enhancing en- uh, drug policy. Uh, I got a couple of thoughts on this, but I'm going to let you go first. What are your What are your th- thoughts on this? Do you like that they su- suspended him for 80 games? Do you think that's a- too many, not enough? Uh, what's your thoughts on this whole situation with uh, Tatis uh, testing positive?
1: Well, I mean, the San Diego Padres were dealt a huge blow. Uh, Let's get that out of the way. I mean, you know, they were anticipating for him to make a comeback um, at some point this season. And now that won't come to fruition. Um, You know what, uh, Chris? This is going to continue to happen in Major League Baseball. Uh, PEDs is something that has been around for a very long time. It has had a negative impact on the game of baseball, you know, but I I find it fascinating that they harp on it more in major league baseball than they do in uh, any other professional sports, you know? So was the suspension harsh? Um, Maybe it was, you know, Um, was 80 games too much? Maybe it was a bit too much. Um, You know, Fernando Tatis, I believe, wrote a statement apologizing. Uh, He even went into detail what he used the drug specifically for. Um, You know, 80 games is a bit harsh, um, you know, but there's going to be people who agree with it. There's going to be people who disagree with it. Um, performance enhancing drugs. A lot of people seem to believe that it does not have any effect on the player's natural abilities to swing the bat and hit the ball. Um, you know, this is a touchy topic for a lot of people. Uh, did he deserve the 80 game suspension? I don't know if he did or not. I I don't know. I think I don't know I think what a- did he
0: what did he say he, what did he say he was using it for
1: from what i from my understanding he was using it for um some something a wingworm or something like that
0: ringworm okay
1: that's that's what I heard according to his statement
0: okay i yeah I haven't dug into it you know, that deeply I need to his
1: statement he was using it. He was using it first to 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 prevent something that that was going on with him. Um,
0: yeah, on, I'll look up in just a second.
1: Oh, so, uh, but from what I heard, it was a wing worm or something like that. Why he was using it, um, but again, he violated baseball's you know um, drug policy. You know.
0: Yeah. See, D- dustin says Tatis is done in San Diego. AJ Preller is not happy, called Tatis immature, and now is digging into his history further.
1: Well, you know, you know, you had the previous incident, right? Which was the motorcycle. You know, that wasn't a smart decision. That was, you know, utterly childish in a way. You know, you you, you have to be careful. You have to make smarter decisions, especially when a team is paying you over 300 million to be the franchise cornerstone, you know, and it's it's crazy. It's just crazy. It's like, you know, you get one step ahead and then something else happens that takes you a step back. And that's what we've been seeing. That's been the pattern with Fernando Tatis Jr. Here's what
0: i Yeah. And here's what I don't understand with these players. You They give they give you a list of things you cannot put in your body. Mm-hmm. So if you have ringworm or you – I've dealt with ringworm because you get that's something you see a lot in wrestling and, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And what it is, it's, they give you like an antifungal cream, and, and yes, yeah, some of the antifungal creams that they give you uh, have a steroid in it. Right. You, but here's my thing. You know what you can and can't put in your body. You take that list with you to your doctor and say, I need something that was going to help me treat this, but here's what I'm not allowed to use. And, and then, you know, I mean, that way, that, then there's no confusion about it. That doctor can can find something that's going to help you that does not have that in it. Right. So right. so I'm tired of hearing this excuse. All I didn't know it was, no, take, a damn, take that damn list to your doctor whoever you're getting your uh, supplements from or whatever and say, here, I can't have anything that has this in it. If you, right. if you can't help me with that, I'll go somewhere else. But this, this is how I have to go. There's too many athletes that try to use that as an excuse.
1: Right. And you got,
0: to, the, go but here's the main question. Why do we bury guys in major league baseball more for it than what we do in like the NFL right. Right. or, or another sports like Nobody's talking about Hopkins violating NFL. Thinking going to be out six games. It don't get talked about very much. Right, it does. But, but in baseball, you're going to get buried a lot more for right. PEDs and steroids. I, I guess because of the steroid era, maybe that's why. Yeah. But you're yeah. going to get you're going to get a lot more heat on you yes. out of the NBA or the not the NBA, the MLB right. than what you're going to get out of the uh, if it happens like in the NFL.
1: Right. And, you know, when that news broke today, it shocked the hell out of me. Like, I, I I think most of us were very surprised and extremely disappointed to hear the news that Fernando Tatis Jr. had tested positive to performance-enhancing substance, you know, in violation of the Major League Baseball um, joint prevention. You know, I, I don't think anyone saw that coming. I think we were all blindsided by that one, you know. Um, I'm very, very surprised to hear that. It's um, a bad look for him. This is something that will leave a mark, you know, on his career. I mean, this will leave a permanent scar, unfortunately. I mean, this is one way you stain your legacy um, and it's bad. Now we we talked about this guy being a generational talent, a one of a kind player. And now he's going to be labeled a fraud by a lot of people. A lot of people who are, you know, not going to see him as that, as that guy, you know, so it's just bad for him. It's bad for major league baseball. You know, it's bad for the Padres and their fans. You know, because again, you was looking to have that one, two, three in your lineup with Manny Machado, you know, Fernando Tatis Jr. and Juan Soto, and maybe it was, maybe it maybe it was a good thing that AJ Priller decided to go all in, you know, before the trade deadline, because if he didn't, this offense of theirs and that 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 batting lineup will be very thin, you know, if they didn't acquire Juan Soto, Josh Bell, Brandon Drury, you know, so those trades at the deadline, they have turned out to be huge for the Padres, even though the Padres are kind of, you know, um, are are trying their hardest to stay afloat um, and get that final wild card spot. But now it's going to be very difficult without your guy, Fernando Tatis Jr., because now he's also ineligible for the postseason. You won't have him for the postseason. So if you do uh, qualify for the playoffs, you know, you're going to have to win without him. And that's not going to be easy for the Padres. It's It's going to be a tough task for the Padres to win without their superstar shortstop.
0: Oh yeah, I agree. Dustin said that the Tatis contract will go down as one of the worst contracts in history. He was way too young to get that deal, and has proven to be the Johnny Manziel of the MLB.
1: Ooh, that's, uh, harsh. that's that's harsh. That 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 that's tough, right there, stat guy.
0: Hi, Brian. Hi, Brian. Thanks for joining us.
1: What's up, Brian? Thanks for watching. Thanks for tuning in.
0: But yeah, uh, it it just sucks because t- Tatis got hurt. And where everybody was getting excited that he was coming back, wanted to see what he was going to look like with uh, Soto in that lineup now. Mm-hmm. And then now we're not going to get to see that till at like the earliest next season. And uh, and that's if, if he's still a Padre by then. Um, and it's touchy about this, too. I mean, to me, you got to take a list to your doctor. But also, there should be something in this like. Because there is sometimes a doctor will give you something with, that has a steroid to treat something, mm-hmm. so they they need to get that kind of something worked out there where this don't happen. But I agree, oh, the pl- if the players are response need to be responsible enough. You have the list, take that mm-hmm. list with you, and this wouldn't happen. Right, uh, right. back like the it. original steroid area, I don't ding on Major League Baseball for that because, or I don't right. ding on the players like Bonds and them for that because. Everybody knew it was going on. Major League Baseball knew it was going on, and they done nothing about it because it was bringing back baseball. But the, to me, this is different because now baseball does have rules in in place. They have been enforcing them. So, mm-hmm. it don't, so I'm not gonna get on Major League Baseball for suspending them for 80 games because since they, the, the con, ju, or Congress got involved back when all that happened with the steroids, and they made these rule made the rules to start testing for it and uh, cracking down on it. Baseball stayed pretty consistent with it. Where if you get caught with it, you're getting a pretty, a pretty stern uh, suspension. Right. So even though I hate it, I hate it for the, because it does hurt the game of baseball. Because Tatis is a, a young, young, exciting player to watch. But it, but also, I'm not going to get mad and dig baseball on it because they're they're not doing it like they're punishing him harsher or doing something outrageous. They're basically doing business as usual. And they're letting these players know you violate the policy. Right. There's a certain right. price to pay.
1: Right. And, and, and that's exactly what I was going to get to. And you just alluded to it. Um, They're using him as an example. You know, okay, look, you have to abide by these rules. And if you're not going to, there will be consequences. There will be repercussions. And, you know, Major League Baseball, they don't, I mean Major League Baseball doesn't mess around with this, you know, they have this policy in place for a reason and they expect their players to follow it. And the players have to, you know, live up to those expectations and 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 abide by those rules. And if they can't, then they will serve a lengthy suspension for violating the the policy. You know, that's in place, you know, but um Again, this is this is heartbreaking if you're a Padres fan, and this is the last thing you wanted to hear. And this news broke before uh, the game tonight against the Nationals and Juan Soto's return since being traded uh, to San Diego. So, I mean, a lot was going on tonight, and and then you had that news. So it's just crazy right now uh, to even think about it, but. Like you said, Chris, you got to know what you're putting in your body. You have to educate yourself on this. You have to be more knowledgeable and you have to be more mature and and be smart and 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 don't, you know, use um, um, poor judgment. You got to use sound judgment and 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 make sure um, you do everything necessary to keep your body right, to keep your mind right. And to stay out of trouble, and, and that's a huge one for – is, is obviously, it's obviously a huge one for Fernando Tatis Jr. He needs to discipline himself more, and if he's serious about this team, and if he's serious about his teammates, and if he's serious about winning the game, he's going to have to put more time into the game, and he's going to have to stay out of trouble and make sure he's using substances that doesn't violate – the policy, the drug policy.
0: Yeah, no, no, I, no, I agree. Uh, but then that's not the only big break uh, news we had tonight. Zach Wilson uh, goes down for the Jets uh, tonight in the preseason game. Uh, hearing it's a knee. I have, I haven't seen the injury yet, but I did see her. I think it was a non-contact injury, which makes it to me even worse. Usually, them are the worst kind of the injuries in the Jets. The Jets have not had a great week, and and this is so crazy because everybody was talking about how great the Jets did in the NFL draft this year. They they f- finally didn't mess it up. They 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 drafted right. They done this. Well, now they lose one of their best offensive linemen, in Becton uh, to injury. He's going to be out, and then now you might have lost your quarter, your second year quarterback, and with the knee injury, who knows? You it could. I hate to say it, but it could be. Oh yeah, I'm watching right here. He wasn't, he wasn't touched, and in, like I said, injuries like that are are a lot of times worse. So they might have just lost their second year quarterback that they were hoping was going to be the guy to turn it around. And now, uh, the, the, do you think with? Uh, let me ask you this: Wilson went down. Doesn't say it's a torn ACL. I, I didn't want to say that because I hadn't. Uh, I hadn't heard anything. That's why I figured it probably was. Uh, In comes Joe Flacco. What I think they do, I think they're going to trade for Jimmy G. Do you think that there's a good chance or a chance that the Jets trade for Jimmy G if Zach Wilson's going to miss the season? Mm -hmm. Hear me out on this. Salah, the head coach, was in San Francisco with Jimmy G. Mm -hmm. So you think maybe the Jets might go the Jimmy G route now that if it comes out after this MRI on Monday that Zach Wilson is done for most of the season or maybe all season.
1: Look, there's a great possibility that this could happen. Uh, You know, they had a great relationship in San Francisco. Um, You know, there's familiarity there. The two guys know each other. Um, You know, um, Jimmy G has worked with him before. Uh, you know, ran the offense under him. So, yeah, I can see that happening. And now that you're in dire need of a quarterback, and if you don't trust in Joe Flacco to lead your offense, um, why not try to uh, make an offer to acquire Jimmy G? Um, you know, bring some. try to bring some hope to New York for once. Try to change the trajectory On their, you know, upcoming season, the outlook for the Jets uh, season changed, you know, an instant on Friday night because of one bad injury to their quarterback who they, you know, invested in, who they feel is their guy moving forward in the future. But now he goes down with an injury. So now you have to consider making another move. Do they go for Jimmy G? I mean, it would be a perfect marriage, given who is the head coach in New York.
0: I mean, that's true. I, I think I think they do if he's going to be out for the season. But this goes back to my point that I think they need to even shorten preseason more. Because uh, not only does this hurt the Jets, if this was – don't get me wrong, Zach Wilson's not a big, big, big name yet, but just think like if this was like Tom Brady or somebody, it don't only, only hurt their team, but it also hurts the NFL when, when, when some of these players are out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's why it sucks about the preseason. I know they, they like the preseason because they get a chance to look at younger players and try to fill out their roster. Yeah. But it's all, it almost gets to the point where teams are teams are getting to the point where they're not going to play their starters at all. Uh, so, I mean, are you, are you really learning much about – your uh, younger guys, you're just seeing them going against other younger guys that are in the same position. So isn't that something you could do at the joint practices? Uh, since now they use used joint practices, isn't that something you can do at these joint practices and see these right. guys other against other backups? And and maybe shorten this preseason where at least – I don't want to see nobody get hurt, but if at least players are getting hurt, at least it would be in the regular season uh, in a game that means something instead of a preseason game that – that, that means that mean? means that almost absolutely nothing. So right, right. Uh, that, that's why I still think they need to change something with this preseason uh because this I mean this could change like this could ruin the Jets whole season, not saying they were going to be great, but you know I mean this could change the whole directory of that team.
1: Well, this is the same thing that we see with college quarterbacks, right? Uh they play in these meaningless bowl games and you sometimes you see the player get injured and that, what does that do? It, it hurts their draft stock, you know. And that's the same that happens in preseason games in the NFL. You see, sometimes your key players getting injured, um, a, a player that's very important um, go down with an injury before the season even starts. And these games don't really matter. They're just games to help you prepare for the upcoming season, to get your body loose and fresh, and for you to warm up before the season starts. Uh, so I mean, it's not that serious, but when you have a quarterback going down and looking at the severity of the injury, um you know, that, you know, brings up those questions about preseason. Is, is it too many games? Uh, should we condense? you know, uh, should we have a condensed preseason and, and and not as many games as there are on the schedule? Um, what's the point of playing all of these games? One or two will be just fine. You know, we, we don't need to play four preseason games. You know, um, that's just too many. And, you know, it, it could jeopardize your player season, you know, and, and that's what we've seen here. Second-year quarterback Zach Wilson now injured his right knee on a scramble, you know, um, in the and in the first quarter. Of the preseason game he was yeah. limping off the field you know and it's not a good look and, and a torn acl could end your season before it even starts in preseason so i mean yeah is it worth the risk absolutely not you know so i'm more, I'm, I'm with you in you know shortening uh preseason because these games don't really matter anyway
0: yeah, no, I agree. I would like to see that something to do like that, uh, but that's exactly why they won't be, because of what my dad is saying. Uh, the NFL team ownership make a lot of money off preseason games uh, because if you don't know this, when you buy season tickets, you get you get uh, tickets to the uh, two uh, preseason home games as well in those season tickets, and they. And you make a, they make money off concessions and the the pro shop and all that and all that stuff. So, I mean, yes, they, they do. They, they would lose don't cost the owners money, but if you're going to add another, they're talking about adding another. They've already added one game to the schedule, and if you're going to add another game to the schedule, why not shorten the preseason if, and, and just add another regular season game? And then you have this partnership supposedly that's going to be going on between the XFL and the NFL. Why not eventually maybe see see where the XFL goes and and somehow maybe get a partnership with them, and then that that could be that could be more of your more of your development league. And then you wouldn't have to play the preseason games because you could see the the young guys go against other young guys and and stuff in a game situation. Uh, so maybe something like that, and that's the, and that's the other that is the other thing about. Uh, the preseason games, they charge full price, but you're not, but you're not getting the full price product. Um, and so, I mean, I, that's why I don't go to preseason games. Why am I going to pay full price to? Because I'm a guy that maybe can afford to go to maybe one or two games a season. I just don't have that kind of money. Well, why am I going to waste one of them games on a preseason games paying full price and not to, not get to see any any of the stars or any of the basically starters play? You know, I mean, I'd rather spend that I'd rather spend that money on a game that means something. And we'll right. get see I'm going to get see everybody out there playing at
1: 100%. Yeah, because the best product is not on the field during preseason games. So why would you pay a ridiculous a ridiculous amount of money to watch a preseason game that doesn't mean a damn thing? It's just a preseason game. Um, you know, and like you said, you're not going to see the star players. You know, they only going to you you might be lucky to see them play the first couple of downs and then their night is done. And that's the last you will see them on the field. So yeah, why would you waste even waste your time on the preseason game? For us, we were doing it because it was actually cheaper, the tickets at SoFi Stadium. And you know, it it would have been a it would have been an experience for us to actually see SoFi Stadium for the first time. And just to get to an actual football game, but in reality, you could watch, you could watch a, a, a football game, a preseason game at that on on TV. Best seat in the house. I got my flat screen in the background right now. The Dodger game is showing. That's the best seat in the house.
0: Yeah, no, no, no. You're right. It is. Uh, I love going. I love going uh, going to the games, but. If you, can't get, if you can't get good seats, it's a lot, I'd rather just sit at home because you get you get a better view a lot of times. Uh, Dustin said he thinks that, that the Jets should pursue Tyler Huntley. Uh, I mean, that could be a possibility as well. Uh, I agree. I wish there was no preseason games. That's I've been saying that for a few weeks now. Uh, I just – I don't know. You, you see these guys go down in games that don't mean nothing. It, it just – I don't know. I understand that there is a there is a purpose for the preseason games, but at some point you got to decide what what's more important, and is it worth putting these guys at jeopardy in the preseason? Is that is what you're getting out of the preseason? Preseason worth the risk? The Rams and, uh,
1: are smart. They don't usually. Sean McVay doesn't usually play any of his starters.
0: Yeah, and that's the other thing. I mean, but I understand why they were trying to play Zach Wilson a little bit. Uh, because,
1: uh, it's his second year. It's only his
0: second year. He needs some experience. I, I understand all that. And, and I completely, I can, you know what I mean? And I, I see the reason, but it just sucks because I mean, if he did have, say he plays better this year than last year, you, if he was going to, you just cost yourself at that. And, okay. uh. I don't know. I just, I sometimes I just don't don't think it's smart. But also, the best way to get experience is to be on the field. So it's just a, it's a risk you got to take. Uh, and uh, it just sucks that he's he probably he might be done for the season now.
1: It's looking that way. It's, it's not looking good at all for him. Um, you know, I, I'm I'm pretty sure Jets fans have their fingers crossed, hoping for the best, but. I don't know that that don't look it don't look good, and from what I read, it, it wasn't it wasn't a good look for him at all, you know. But uh, this is what happens when you play in preseason games. This is what happened when you play in any type of football game, really. Yeah, uh, that's what. No, that's all I'm saying. Risk of injury, no matter what, you know.
0: That guy says, perfect fit for the Jets. Doesn't even even play in the United States. Uh, Levi Mitchell from Calgary. I've heard that name before.
1: Yeah, I heard that name before, too.
0: But it's not clicking. Uh, Speaking of the NFL preseason, we've had some games tonight. Have you you watched – I know you said – You had a Dodgers game on in the background. Have have you watched any of the preseason games tonight? Nope, I have not watched one game at all. I am so... I am
1: ready for the regular season to get started. Once the regular season gets started, I am completely locked in the football. Like I said, I'm have to hang up a do not disturb sign because once the season starts, my eyes will be... You know, locked in, I'll be watching as many football games as I can and probably writing a number of columns on different football games as well. I know that September 8th one is huge for me when the Rams play the Bills. I believe that's on opening night. That's a Thursday night, September 8th.
0: That game's at SoFi Stadium too. Oh, Oh, I love football. Once football's on, that's what I'll be watching the most. I'll be honest with you. I, haven't, I didn't watch hardly none of the preseason. I've seen a few highlights come by uh, on the TV, but I've been watch. I've been watching little league baseball. I <laughs> watched know, a few games today. Even I love if- watching little league baseball. I was watching the regional championship games today as they finished rounding out the uh, the bracket for the uh, World Series starting next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a team that's like 35 minutes from here, uh, Hagerstown, Indiana. Uh, that qualified for the Little League World Series. So I'm looking forward to, forward to that next week. Uh, I, don't know, I, just, I Once it's on, dude, that's what I watched all day. Plus, I've been watching some of this Bellator uh, that's on tonight. Uh, but, yeah, pre, it's just hard for me getting preseason football. Now, once the regular season starts, that's what I watch. On Sundays, everybody knows you get a hold of me before the Colts game starts because you're definitely not getting a hold of me during the Colts game. And but your best best to get home before the football games come on at one in the afternoon, North and Eastern, because once football comes on, I'm not I'm usually not leaving.
1: Right, yeah, that's me on a Sunday too during the uh, during the NFL season. That that sounds exactly like me. I'm I'm tuned into all the games. I used to have the red zone. I used to have the Sunday the NFL Sunday ticket, but it, you know that's pricey. The NFL oh yeah, season. that's expensive. Yeah, that's real explicit to see every game out of your region and games in different markets. It, it it's worth it if you're a football fan, but it, it it's costly. It, it it's it's a lot of money.
0: Oh yeah. Well, you do, I used to get it uh
1: yeah, I used to get it years ago and I man, I, my butt my butt stayed on the couch all day. Remi- remind
0: me remind me when when we're all fair and all uh, I'll tell you what I use, cause you you'll like it. You get you get every game. You can watch any game you want to watch. Yeah, Red Zone. No.
1: No. See, I used to have Red Zone too. Well,
0: I, yeah, I, I get the I get the Red Zone channel on this. Yes, yes, yes. I get the Red Zone channel. Red
1: Zone is cool, cause but you, you get
0: the Red Zone channel. I get, every, but I could go through any football game I want to. I don't, it don't have to be a, on my regional channel. I can get it on anything. Uh I said, well, I'll talk to you off air about it, but dude, it's awesome.
1: Oh yeah, I, yeah, I could imagine. Especially if you're a big football fan, it, oh, yeah. it definitely it's definitely uh, worth the investment and coming. Yeah,
0: in. When, when we end the show, stay on for a second. I'll tell you about it.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: But yeah, because it's it's definitely worth it. Uh, no, I haven't watched much of the preseason. I'm looking forward to the regular season. Uh, let's talk a little bit about these divisions in the AFC West, man. It's gonna be you got just a bruiser of a division. Um, you have the Kansas City that's been on top here the last two or three years, but now you got the Broncos with a, a competent quarterback and Russell Wilson. Uh you have the Raiders with a new coach, uh added Devontae Adams as a, a big weapon for their quarterback, uh Derek Carr, who I think is is, uh, is uh, underrated uh in the NFL. And then you also have the uh San Diego Chargers who I think improved their defense. They have a lot of weapons on offense and they have a third year, Justin Herbert, who if he plays anything like his first two years is going to have another great season. Uh, who do you, who do you think comes out on top of that division? And uh, I mean, I it, mean, it, it's, it's that division alone is going to make worth, worth watching football every week.
1: Yeah. The talent is top notch. Um, You know, all of those teams can really uh, put themselves in a conversation to finish at the top of the division. Um, I mean, that's how stacked the AFC West is. It's probably the most exciting division in football when you look at how all the teams stack up on paper. Um, You know, I like the Chiefs. I like the Chargers. I I really like the Raiders this year. I mean, I know Josh McDaniels is getting another crack at a head coaching job. He now takes over the reins as the head coach there in Las Vegas. Derek Carr reunited with his, you know, former teammate from Fresno State, Devontae Adams. I can't wait to see that quarterback wide receiver combo. I think that's going to be fun to watch there. It should be epic theater. Watching that team, uh, I, I did I did hear that Darren Waller got hurt though. Again, or he's out with it a, with a, with an injury. As as of right now, I don't know what the injury is. I don't know what his status is. And you know, you, you when he does get back in the offense, he's huge. You plug him into the offense, and you know uh, he changes the dynamic. Uh, you got a pretty decent defense. Um, you got. Uh, Jacobs who runs the ball well when he's healthy and when he's uh, on on his game. I really like the Raiders. I don't know if I could put them at the top, but I think they are a wild card team. They definitely are a team to look out for. Um, you know, I, I just think they have tremendous talent. But in the Chiefs, man, you can't, you can't count them out either. You can't discount the Chiefs. I mean, you know, Yes, the offense last season looked a bit stagnant at times. It was up and down. They had one of those roller coasters of a season, um, you know. But can you really bet against Patrick Mahomes? Patrick Mahomes. We all know that he.
0: Yeah, is, but man, I understand what Patrick Mahomes has done. But right, we also saw defenses look make Patrick Mahomes look yes. look bad last year. Some. I think I think defensive coordinators are starting to figure out how, how to play against him, yep. and is he going to be able to make an adjustment where so he can stay at that same level? Because he has admitted that he's just now starting to learn how to read defenses. Well, now that these defenses are adjusting to him, he's going to have to be able to read defenses and get get his team in the right play. And I know everybody loves Mahomes, and he, and he is a he's a great talent, but you, great there was a lot of times last year that some defenses made him look average. And yeah, and you're right. And if he don't make some adjustments, the Chiefs could struggle this year, especially with losing Tyreek Hill uh, and on offense, because I mean, I think Kelsey's more important, but I do. It's going to be interesting to see how Mahomes responds to the way some of these defenses have started to play more in that uh, drop in coverage and uh, and how he responds and who steps up for him to have to who steps up on that offense to take kind of take Tyreek's so he'll, he'll spot especially when the play breaks down.
1: Yeah, and you're right. Defenses have done a better job in neutralizing him, slowing him down. You know, uh uh you know, slowing down his rhythm, taking him out of the game. You you saw him last year in the playoffs and he you know, he made some uncharacteristic throws. Uh didn't look like the Patrick Mahomes of old, did like did look like the Patrick Mahomes who can, you know, uh spread defenses and and you know uh make plays with both his arms and his feet. So yeah, you know, he's definitely gonna have to make the adjustments and and show that he can look great, you know. Um I think he will be better this year. I think he will respond. Um, I think he'll have one of those bounce back years. I don't think he's going to be as shaky. And and I don't think that offense is going to be as stagnant as it was a year ago. And remember who his head coach is, Andy Reid. Andy Reid is an offensive mastermind. He, He gets very creative with his offense. And he has shown that he can flourish and thrive. With Patrick Mahomes at the quarterback position, I think Andy Reid needs Patrick Mahomes just as much as Patrick Mahomes needs Andy Reid.
0: So I agree with my dad here. The running, the key is going to be their running game. If they can run the ball, they're going to be unstoppable. Uh, I think the Chiefs are going to have another good season. I do think yeah. the chart. I think the Chargers are going to be right there with the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs are probably going to win the West. I think the chart it's going to be between the Chiefs and Chargers. I
1: think the Chargers finish second because I think the Chargers yes. might finish second. I, th- I
0: think the Chargers will probably finish second. I think it's going to be between the Chiefs and Chargers, battle and out. And the key is going to be who can win some of these home these uh, division games, right? Because that way, if you tie, uh, you can have some tiebreakers. Uh, yeah, I like the- I like the Chargers. The only thing that worries me about the Chargers a little bit, where I can't put them over the Chiefs, is their coach, uh, be- just because stately He's just too aggressive sometimes. Too conservative. I, 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 uh, too conservative. Well, a lot of times he's too aggressive too.
1: Yeah,
0: going forward on fourth down in your own territory when there's no reason right. to just right. he gets it uh. gets too aggressive. And if, unless he starts managing games better, that's what worries me. But I mean, they got better on defense, getting Mac and getting JC Jackson. They right. have weapons on offense. I mean, they have a what looks to be a complete team over there, and uh I'm looking forward. I think it's going to be, be between them and the chiefs, but don't overlook the Raiders. Uh, if the Raiders can stay healthy and they get, and they get a, a running game out of Jacobs, they're going to be tough uh, with adding Adam Devonte Adams, that offense, Derek Carr is a good, uh, like I said, is an underrated quarterback. So I wouldn't look, I wouldn't overlook the Raiders uh, and the Broncos. I'm, I got them at last, but it's not because I think they're going to be bad. It's just because this division is so good. And I'll, uh, and I want to see how Russell Wilson looks uh, outside of Seattle. Uh, I know we're, we have all, a lot of us have said for the last couple of years that Denver's a quarterback away. They're a quarterback away. Mm-hmm. Well, now we're going to really find out if they were a quarterback away. Uh, I, I think they're going to be good. And I agree with Dustin. He made the comment up a, couple, a few comments ago that uh, all four teams uh, will make the playoffs. I can see, all, I can see all, four te- all four of these teams making the playoffs, getting the three wild cards. Uh, but, no, I think it's going to be a great division to watch and a fun division to watch. Um, Absolutely.
1: Yeah. You can't sleep on Justin Herbert, man. He's an absolute stud.
0: Yes. That, my dad said he likes the Raiders better than the Chargers because of the Chargers coach. Well, see I, but see, I have something against the Raiders coach as well because how's he going to look as a head coach on the second time around? Right.
1: Uh, he You saw, he he struggled, win you win. saw what happened right. in Denver. Right.
0: Uh, so, so that's one reason I hesitate on the Raiders a little bit as well, is because of the coach. Because I you just don't, I just don't know what McDaniel's going to do the second time around. Did he learn from his first, from the first get go, or is he going to try to do, try to do the same thing and be Bill Belichick again, or yeah. is he going to come in and be Josh McDaniel's and and do his thing? If he comes in and does his thing and don't try to be like Belichick, I think he could be a great coach because we know he's a gr- we know he knows offense. But we saw what he done in Denver, so I want to see what he does his second time around. Plus, it's hard, too. It's kind of hard for me to give McDaniels any credit because he, he was uh, getting ready to get announced as the Colts coach and then changed his mind and decided to stay in New England. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. But before we talk about another division, something I did want to talk about in football, uh, we kind of talked about Darnold, and we moved on. The, the Cleveland Browns started Deshaun Watson the night in the preseason. What is the point of starting Deshaun Watson if you are you, you you know he's going to be basically gone? You know he's going to be gone at least a year just because of everything that comes out. I don't agree with it, but that's what's going to happen. It looks like. So you know he's not going to play. So why not get? Brissett, and then your other back in your backups to Brissett these snaps in case something was to happen to Brissett. because what is the point if he's not if he's gonna be suspended the whole season what's the point of him taking reps from them guys it just it don't make a a whole lot of sense to me if you want to you want to say yeah we got to keep him fresh a little bit put him over with the practice squad or something and let him throw around around to them guys while you guys are working working uh or something like that and just don't I don't understand why they started them. Uh, it's kind of like for some reason the, the Cleveland Browns is trying to shove Deshaun Watson down the Cleveland Browns fans' net, uh, throat, and uh, for some reason, ever since they have got him there, it's kind of seemed like that. And uh, it just don't make a lot of sense to me. Uh, why, why you're waiting for the appeal to come out? Why why you would start him? And I don't even think they played him very much. That was the other thing. If you're going to start him, why not play him and see what he looks like since he hasn't played for a while? Uh, Hell, while they play him, maybe one or two plays, that just don't make no sense.
1: Right. It's the Cleveland Browns. A lot of things that the Cleveland Browns do doesn't make a lot of sense, right? Um, You know, why are you starting this guy when you obviously know he's not going to play probably a down this season? You know he's not he's not going to take a snap this season. So why would you not you know start Jacoby Brissett? You know, uh, see what you have in him at at the quarterback position. You know, but again the Browns are an interesting tale. You know, and I mean it's been like that for years with the Cleveland Browns. So yeah, this is a head scratcher. Uh, this one is questionable, um, but again, I, I'm not surprised by anything that the Cleveland Browns do, you know, um, they they made it really clear that they love something about Deshaun Watson. They traded for him, uh, knowing that, you know, there were civil lawsuits pending against him uh, for sexual assault, and they still wanted him to be that guy. Uh they they still paid him a boatload of money to be that quarterback. They still committed to him, you know, long term. And it's obviously something that they see and that they like in Deshaun Watson. Um, but you know, you're probably gonna get a small glimpse of him this season if 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 that at all.
0: Yeah, uh yeah, I I thought six games w- was plenty myself. I really did. I uh I don't agree with what the NFL is doing by appealing this. I think I think it's it just don't make no sense to me. Why agree in the CBA to let it go? What was the point of this? Because you in the CBA you put that it would go to, to independent arbitrator, but then why in the CBA would you put that at then the NFL can appeal it? Then it's up to the NFL. That makes no damn sense. The, the guy that the guy that agreed to that on the NFL players side needs slap. Your dad yeah. says Cleveland ownership. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I I agree, but you see what you know. What I mean the guy. It just it don't make no. I, me. I mean that's why they got the
1: that's why they got the nickname the clowns because they do clown like things, you know. And this has created. Uh, a media circus around yeah. that organization.
0: Well, but, uh, but even the NFL, I think. Oh, I think it makes the NFL look bad because the way that was set up, who, the whoever represented the Major League Baseball players and or or, or yeah, agree, whoever agreed to that, or the football players. I mean, they agreed to that. They need slaps. That makes no sense. Why would you give the power back to the NFL if the if, if when they appealed it? If anything, it goes to a different independent arbitrator. It don't go back to Roger Goodell's desk and oh, you're suspended for a year or indefinitely or whatever they're going to end up trying to do to him. I just, I think it makes them look bad, bad as well. And you're right, it, Cleveland doing this, knowing what everything that was going on, it makes them look bad. But I also think the way the NFL is handling it makes the NFL look bad as well.
1: Right. And you know what? It, it's going to be it's going to be Roger Goodell who takes most of the blame if he doesn't get suspended for a full season. He's going to be the scapegoat. So I don't think
0: he should. Really has nothing to do with it. I don't think he should be suspended for a whole year.
1: Yeah, a lot of people have mixed reactions about it. There's some people who believe he should be suspended uh, for the entire season, and there's others who believe six games were enough. You know,
0: I think six games is plenty, but hey, it's the world we live in today, and it, just, it, I mean, it's
1: it's a difficult topic. You know, it's really, really a touchy situation. Um, you know, and it's one of those stories that's so complex that you may never have the right answer. You know. Yeah. To the story, so I mean it's just one of those things where, you know, I, I kind of want to avoid talking about it, but I'm left with no choice but to talk about it because it has kind of entered the sports world.
0: Yep. Chris, I agree with you, but really, if I, or if but really, if things were ran correctly. A lot of players should not be in the league at all. No. Not, and yeah.
1: I, I completely agree with that too. Cause you had a lot of instances of domestic violence. Um, you, you know, uh, the list goes on, you know, domestic violence, uh, sexual assault, you know, uh, hell murder for all we know, you know, I mean, it's, it's, you know, there's bad people in all professions. It's not, you know, just in, you know, um, you know, the police department or um, the hospitals are in teaching. You 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 hear on the news all the time about these stories where teachers have had um, affairs with students, or they slept with one of the students in the class. You know, uh, just sickening stories like that one. Um, and it's in the NFL too. It's in the NBA as well. It's in MLB as well. There are players that have that live double lives, and they are doing some of the most wacky, sick, disturbing things behind the scenes that we just don't know about.
0: Yeah. I don't and know. The, sitting here hey, does, get, does, uh, become, does becoming rich just make your co- – Here's my question. Does becoming rich just make your common sense go away? No, I think those
1: people didn't have common sense to begin with.
0: Because I mean, some of the stuff that you hear, it's like, man, the amount well, of money you make, you could live, you could live off just the uh, the interest in a in a month. Yeah. You wouldn't even have to touch the money that's in the bank. You could just live off the interest each month. Seriously, I I just don't understand understand it. A lot of See, people- dude, if I got a lot of money, I I want I want a log cabin house,
1: yeah,
0: out on the outskirts of town mm-hmm. with a pond, and I'd be cool. I'd be cool too.
1: Same here. But a lot of people, Chris, they don't use common sense.
0: I don't need no five million dollar house.
1: Common sense. A lot of people have book smart. They have book smart. They're 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 book smart. They have common sense. I mean, they 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 they're book smart, they have the knowledge, you know, they get straight A's in school, but they don't have the damn common sense. And that's a lot of people. You know, you see that around here where I live. I mean, a lot of these people are book smart people. You can tell. Good jobs. Run businesses. But they don't have common sense. How do I know? Because I see how they drive. I see how they talk. I see some of the things they do through their actions and their body language. They just don't have common sense. But they could tell you things that you didn't know. Or that and that you might not know. That's just how it is.
0: And that that's right. Is that, yeah, in some cases, I think do, people do lose their common sense when they get the money. But he's right. All the media ever talks about is the people that mess it up, mess up with that money. You never hear about the good stories about the, all the guys that get yeah. that money and, and handle it responsibly. Well, that's so,
1: because bad publicity is, is good publicity for the media or for anybody i mean negativity is what sells
0: unfortunately unfortunately let's talk about the uh the Rams division here you think Uh-oh. there's do you think any any teams in the division are going to be able to give the rams a run for their money this season no because the Seahawks are in a rebuild uh well you don't, don't have- like, you, don't, you don't like you don't like Geno Smith
1: Hell no! That <laughs> guy was an utter joke with the Jets. No way. No, I would not. I would not feel confident about that guy running my offense. Not at all. But no. So the Seahawks—they're—they're they're in the rebuild. Uh, they have a, a a a totally different team now. Um, under Pete Carroll, and then you look at the Cardinals. I mean, we we really don't know much about them. I, I don't I don't know how you can identify that team at this moment. I mean, I know they still have Cliff Kingsbury. I know people talk about how innovative he can be, how great he is working with quarterbacks. But you know, you got the Kyler Murray drama. Kyler Murray, you know, um, has shown uh, flashes of maturity but he still lacks the leadership qualities that the team needs moving forward. And, you know, I feel like the Cardinals only paid him because they had no other option at quarterback. So they felt obligated to give him so much money. And they did, you know, they, they, they made him that offer. Um, You know, he agreed to it. And now he's the second highest paid quarterback in the NFL. So I, I don't know about the Cardinals, man. To me, they're just they're they're not as good um as they were a year ago. I think the Rams easily run away with this division. I think the Rams are are stacked. Uh they're loaded with star power. You know, they have all their returning players coming back. You know, uh Matthew Stafford. Um, and we don't really know his status on his elbow, but he's going to play because this guy is tough and, you know, he's a fierce competitor. He plays through injuries. We saw that with the Detroit Lions. So, I mean, to me, the Rams are the team to beat in the AFC West. You know, you still got Aaron Donald coming off the edge. You added Bobby Wagner. Uh, You know, he took the place of Von Miller after Von Miller departed and signed with Buffalo, who we will see in week one in the season opener. Um, and then, you know, you still got Jalen Ramsey, uh, you know, running things in the secondary. So the Rams are are deep. They they have a great team. And then you look on their offense. You got Cooper Cup, one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. You know, so, I mean, you got a bunch of playmakers and you got a bunch of guys that can get the job done. You know, so I'm going with the Rams to win that division. Um, I got the 49ers finish finishing second. I think the 49ers are still an interesting case. Uh look, you, you got Debo Samuel, you know, uh you, you still got a pretty good coach in Kyle Shanahan. And and you know, for some reason, uh the 49ers have have been successful in recent years. Against the Rams. I mean, I know they lost to them in the, in the post a year ago, but the 49ers have really challenged the Rams in recent memory. So, I mean, there you go. I think, I think it's going to be a division between the Rams and 49ers. The other two teams are just kind of sitting back there as we try to figure them
0: out still. Yeah, I agree. I uh- agree. Jay McLovin, how about these Astros?
1: I you know what? The Astros are doing their thing. I have to I have to uh uh throw that out there, man. They they're not like, come on laughing out loud. I really <laughs> like Alvarez, man. Alvarez is my guy, man. That dude is
0: Jay I mean, McLovin, the Yankees are a farm system. <laughs> That's rude. Jay, that is rude. That's rude. Jay, are you are you? Hey Jay, are you hitting the jack tonight? Uh
1: nah, I think he's just trolling right now.
0: Rams win their division, but won't make the Super Bowl. Uh, I kind of agree with that here. I think the Rams do win their uh division. Um I think the forty ers just it's just all depends on because I'm I'm not sold on Lance.
1: Yeah, well, you know, it's very rare to win back-to-back in football, you know, you don't really see that too much. Uh So, yeah, there there's going to be some other teams that could give the Rams a run for their money if they meet in the playoffs. You still got Tampa Bay to worry about.
0: That's why John what Suggs just asked about what, what happened to Tampa Bay. You they got fell say- apart hard, hard last two months. Dustin says, come on now, Judge, Shanahan is overrated and is only popular as he is because of his dad. Arizona has more weapons than San Francisco.
1: I I think the problem with Shanahan is that he can't close things out in the fourth quarter because he gets a little – he gets a little – he tries to get too cute in the fourth quarter. You know, that's what I noticed with him, and then he doesn't focus on the clock. He, you know, he loses, he loses his focus, and I think it's it's poor game management towards the end of the game. There, that's the only flaw I really noticed in Shanahan's, uh, in Shanahan's coaching abilities.
0: The only thing that worries me about Arizona is Hopkins being out six games, and I just don't trust Cliff Kingsbury.
1: Oh, Hop- I- Hopkins is going to be out for a while. Yeah.
0: And and four PEDs, but uh, I I don't trust Kingsbury as a coach. I think they I, I think they it. I need to move he, on from him. I just don't trust him. Hey Jay, I, I, I would I, send you the link I, and have you come on, but we're about ready to end the show for tonight. Uh but we'll get you on. You're more welcome come on. We'll get you on maybe a, oh one day next week. We'll get absolutely. you on you're more welcome, come on anytime.
1: You got an open invitation from me, my friend.
0: But we're about we're about that the uh Right at the end of the show for tonight But yeah, uh, Dustin says Gonzo, you better be sold on Lance I'm telling you the kid is legit
1: Nah, I don't know We haven't seen much on him yet We don't have much film on him We don't have much of anything to go by
0: Jay, Jay, Jay said you're putting on some weight
1: Yeah, because I'm drinking a lot of beer And <laughs> eating a lot of food that I shouldn't be eating I'm eating a lot of junk food, so yeah, I'm picking up a little weight. But the thing with me is that I could lose this weight so quick. Um, you know that's the thing with me. I go, I go. Well, months when you
0: get back to work, you probably will lose a little bit of it because you'll be more, be more active. I would say I'd be
1: more active, obviously. But you know the thing with me is that I, I eat, I eat in spells. You know, so there's months that I, I go crazy for food. Like I might have so much fast food or junk food. And then there's months where I'm just settling down and not eating as much. I'm eating less, not eating all that junk. Um, There's months that I can go without beer. And then there's months where I just go all in for beer. Like right now I'm going (laughs) all in for beer. Uh, But, you know, I I can change um, my diet so quickly. It's unbelievable.
0: Kingsbury should have been uh, gone, starts hot, Come week seven, they're trash. Yeah, I don't trust Kingsbury either. I I watched some of the games not, because not. that's my because yeah. that's my son's favorite team, so I've watched some of the games with him. And uh, I'm a big Colts fan, but I'm just not a Kingsbury fan. Uh, I think Kyler Murray has potentially shown flashes. Uh, I, I need to see him be more consistent for a whole season. Uh,
1: and and John, I think I think with Kingsbury, he's more fit to be a college coach, not an NFL coach. I think if he does get fired this season, I think in a short time, you'll see him back, you know, coaching uh, 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 a program somewhere at the college level. Oh, yeah. I think that's where he- Well, did you gotta it.
0: remember, he got fired as the head coach in college, took well, he- an offensive coordinator job, and then uh, like three weeks yeah. later, Resigned from there and went to the NFL. So I mean, he got fired as a head football coach in college and still got an NFL job.
1: He did. And I think that happened to Jim Harborough too, right? Or did he leave? Did he leave Stanford or did Stanford fire him?
0: Oh, he left Stanford to go to the NFL.
1: Okay, okay. And then it didn't work out the first time around. It didn't work out in the NFL at all, right?
0: Oh no, he had, he had good years in the NFL no, San did. Francisco. He, he went to the Super Bowl. He went
1: to the Super Bowl in, in 2013. You're yeah. right. No, I think Super
0: they were in right. the AFC Championship game another I, I, year.
1: That's with Colin Kaepernick. And yes, and he, yes.
0: Faced, he was but, the one that started, Yeah, he was the one that made kept, put Kaepernick in over right, Smith. Right,
1: right. You're right. And then he took the Michigan job because that was yes. his dream job.
0: Yeah. And he almost left Michigan this year to come back to the NFL, but then he decided to stay in Michigan.
1: That's what it was. That's what it was. That's where I got confused. Yeah, I remember that that Super Bowl where he coached against his brother. That was the year the Ravens played the 49ers.
0: Yep. Well, before
1: That was the final year of Ray Lewis's career too because he retired after that game
0: thank, thank hey, thanks Jay for sharing the show we appreciate it like I said you're more than welcome to come on thank anytime you. we'll get you on maybe hey even if you want to come on Monday night you're more than welcome to uh, before we get uh, do get out of here for tonight uh, I'm glad Jay says about sharing the show that's something everybody needs needs to keep doing uh, on, on the uh, all the networks Uh I I've seen a lot of people in here tonight from the network. I pre- we appreciate that. We appreciate appreciate everybody in the chat in the chat group. Uh, we want to be interactive with the uh, with the comments, so uh, we appreciate everybody. Uh, <laughs> Jay McLovin said, "John, you got a uh, great skin tone."
1: Oh, I appreciate it. Thank you.
0: But uh, before <laughs> before we get out of here for tonight, uh, I don't know where that came from. <laughs> before we get out of here, uh, you got any final thoughts, Judge? Man. Oh, I have one real quick. One, other really quick. We'll do Monday because we was going to do it tonight, and I forgot. Monday, let's talk some college, uh, some college football, because we got college football uh, getting ready to uh, start up and be days. hot. Fourteen more days. So we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk some college football Monday night. Of course, we'll talk some baseball. Talk some NFL. Uh, we appreciate her. Like I said, we appreciate everybody's been watching uh, numbers for the first. Uh, First three or four episodes have been have been uh, actually a lot better than what I, we probably thought they would be to start off. So, uh, and that wouldn't be possible without you guys. So, uh, I we appreciate that. Uh, but uh, Judge, what's your final thoughts for this Friday night?
1: It's Friday night, and I feel all right. And the party's here on the west side. That's how I'm feeling
0: tonight.
1: <laughs> I feel great. You know, this was another great episode um you know let's keep killing it and again i want to thank all our viewers out there um without you guys none of this is possible you guys make it happen so uh we appreciate it and i just want to thank all of you guys for uh you know taking the time out of your night to join us uh for some sports talk we have a lot of fun with you guys um, you guys are like family, so you guys are more than welcome to keep tuning in each week. And this show will get better as football season returns. The NBA will be back shortly. Uh, you know,
0: NFL less than five college weeks.
1: Football, college football. There will be plenty to talk about. Trust me, we won't let you guys down. So keep coming around, keep listening to our show, and share it. I can't emphasize that enough. Share it with as many people as you guys know. Uh, tell your friends about it. Tell your neighbors about it. Uh, tell your loved ones about it. Tell your family. Tell everybody you know. Tell the person in the coffee shop when you see them in the morning. Tell them about this show and, and how awesome, Um, you know, the guys at our network are as well. Because we have a great team over here at ASAP. It's a family-like atmosphere. Uh, everyone on here is kicking ass. Everyone on here takes this very seriously. Everyone is working very, very hard to be great each day. And this is my famous saying, and I think Chris heard this before, and I tell people this every day. Be, be safe, uh, you know, uh, be great, and, and you know, do positive things. And if you do that, you um, you will be just fine in life. So always stick to those three things: be safe, uh, uh, stay positive, and do great things.
0: Yeah, we got a lot, my final thoughts. A lot of great sports this weekend. If you're a UFC fan, there's a, a free UFC card on tomorrow night. I think it starts at seven. You have little. You'll still have some of the little league baseball regionals uh, playing this weekend uh, on their. Uh, to try to qualify for the world series coming up next week. Uh, you'll have, uh, of course, a lot of major league baseball, uh, going on as we're start getting closer and closer to start getting where the nitty gritty, where we start talking playoffs. Uh, but, uh, like, like, uh, the judge said, we got a lot of sports coming cause you're gonna have football back. Then before you know it, right after that's the NBA's back college basketball. So we'll uh, everything will pick up again here real soon. Uh, well, Judge, you have you have anything else before we get out of here for tonight?
1: No, I've said everything I wanted to say.
0: All right. Well, don't forget uh, new show, base, new baseball show, nine o'clock uh, Monday morning. Check it out on the uh, Gonzo Sportsroom YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. Also, don't forget new Colts show, uh, horseshoe talk every Monday and Friday, starting at six p.m. Eastern. Uh, our first show will be this Monday, uh, so come join us for come join us for that as well. Um, don't forget, I have my easy money, a sports betting show, uh, uh, every uh, every day, Monday through Friday, three PM Eastern on the a- uh, on the Gonzo Sports Room YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. Also on the ASAP Sports YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. So come join me for that. Other than that. Have a great have a great weekend.
1: Don't State. forget to follow me on YouTube. Yes, follow my YouTube channel. Here it is. If you guys have to screenshot it, do whatever you guys got to do. Follow this page, guys. Follow this channel. I mean, follow the page also on uh, Facebook. Chris knows where it's at. Chris follows me there as well. The sports judge.
0: Uh. Well, that, my dad says final thought Astros lose, lose to the Dodgers in the World Series. Jay said this show is amazing. Good job, guys. Thanks, Jay. Thanks, Jay. Appreciate please say you. the Astros number one in the AL, please. <laughs> the Astros are number one right now. Look at the comment. But uh
1: hey, you and my cousin would really get along. My cousin Hope, she's she's a diehard Astros fan. She's all <laughs> she lives out there.
0: I want to thank everybody for joining us. Uh, make sure you make sure you watch the shows. Come join us Monday night. Share the show, please hit my hit subscribe on the Gonzo Sportsroom YouTube page and on the Facebook and Twitch. Uh, follow us on social media: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all at Gonzo Sportsroom. That's where I post all the information about the shows. Uh, but we appreciate everybody watching. Have a safe or a great weekend. Stay safe, and we'll see you guys Monday night, 11 p.m. Eastern, for some more Gonzo and the Judge sports talk. Whole sports are place. Yeah. all plays. Whole sports place. all plays. Whole sports all plays. Uh. 365, we're making a place. We're talking
1: the game, get you through the days. We're high in the court, they're dying in the lane. Variety topics, living the same. All visitation, sports information. In the air, we're staking the nation. Host sports all sport plays, they work in your faces. Grace of the fail, so I've laces. Host sports all plays. Yeah.